from Washington, D.C. This is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny okay, Sweeney. Um, BTBD. Did I get it right? BT, no. BT, beyond the BTDB. Yeah. BTDB. Yeah, that's what I meant. So it's, <laughs> we, it's all We already did this once. It's all That's why I'm laughing so hard. It's a hard thing to let roll off your tongue. It is. I'm going to get it wrong in a minute anyway. I'm going to try it. <laughs> All right, so we we've been talking a lot about fitness, a lot about health. Uh, we had a couple of the. I think we had one one of our first shows was working with your spouse. Yep, that's the last time we really talked about relationships. They're interwoven everywhere. Just we bring up relationships a lot in our conversations, but we haven't focused anything exclusively on relationships yet. I agree. Okay, so um, category of lifestyle, we're going to talk outside of the realm of just uh, physical fitness, and we'll talk more relationship fitness, mm-hmm. okay? So we don't have a backstory on our relationship and why anyone would listen to us. Um, <laughs> we've had people that give us advice or that you know talk like they're giving advice mm-hmm. that the marriages are two years old, Yeah. <laughs> okay? Or a, a six-month-old marriage or even a five-year-old get in the back of line 10 year old marriage get behind us you know, exactly. you, you know what you're talking about exactly um so, that's when everything's like rainbows and puppies and sunshine and oh yeah you're, just, you're, <laughs> you're working your way towards the seven year itch hoping that it's not true <laughs> and then they said no it's actually a 14 year itch so that's if you make it past the 14 one then yeah. you're good but um we've been married for It'll be 15 years in june that's pretty cool yeah and half of it's been at the gym <laughs> that's not cool over half is at the gym <laughs> That's great. So that means over half we've been working together. That's right. Pretty close. Which is part of the backstory anyway. That's right. So boring backstory. Um, and this is where you you should really only take kind of guidance or advice mm-hmm. from someone that's been there and done it wrong. Experience, I totally agree with Experience you. comes from screwing up. Yep. Um, you don't want experience from someone that wins a lotto. Mm-hmm. You don't want to hear someone that wins a lottery and tells you how to earn a living. <laughs> it's the worst kind of experience. Exactly. I don't want. I don't want your kind of knowledge, dude. Um, but our backstory, so, uh, we've been married for 15 and we dated since, uh, about 17, about 2011. Mm-hmm. Is that 17? 18. 18. Ooh. Holy okay. moly. So we were one of the relationships that was born after 9-11. So yeah. it was that the world is coming to an end, um, recognize what's going on in your life and get your priorities straight. Um, exactly. But before that, um. Let's do, let's start with yours since I'm I'm already talking too much. So your before we met, what was your background dating and uh so before we met, um hopefully my mom's not listening to this one because she'll interject some way. Um I dated a lot of we'll call them boys at the time, because they were very young. <laughs> and then um I met someone and decided that this person was so different and so unique and, you know, just completely different from anything that I dated that I decided that he was going to be the one. You talking about me or somebody else? No, I'm talking about somebody else. Uh-oh. Um, so I was so convinced of it that I decided when he proposed that I was going to say yes. And then I did. And then didn't last. <laughs> didn't last very long. How long were you engaged? Um, so I was engaged about nine months. Um, massive story there that's very unimportant to where I am today. But basically, that was an awesome lesson in what I wouldn't settle for and what I actually didn't want in the long term. Just to 
How old were you when you said yes? Oh my gosh, 21. There you go. Okay, so not a lot of experience under your belt. No, no. So I was uh, 21. The engagement didn't last very long at all. So I actually don't think I even turned like 22 and was still engaged. So I knew pretty quickly that I think it was the excitement of being engaged. I worked in a jewelry store and it was like, I want to I want a ring on it. But I don't think, especially at 21, I could understand what marriage was going to be like past that diamond ring. Sure. And this was more back more backstory, but mm-hmm. had your parents already separated by then? Yes. All right. So it was year 2000, all right? The year of the oh devil. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> everybody was divorced in 2000, yes. um, including yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, that was... So I was married very young. I got married right out of the military. Um, and I had just about seven, eight years under my belt when that whole thing went sideways. Mm-hmm. Um, and the experience there is got married way too young. Um, th- my role models for um, marriage were my parents. Right. Who were, um, they were children when they had me. Mm-hmm. And they <laughs> did not have a healthy relationship. They ended up divorced. And I modeled uh, what I attempted. It fell apart because I should go figure the same recipe, baked a bad cake the first time, <laughs> baked a bad one the second time. Um, but there were lessons. And th- this is as far as we need to go into the backstory, yeah. except to say that we both had relationships that mm-hmm. kind of got serious. Mm-hmm. Um, my lessons, I mean, obviously, I put more time into it than your engagement. But of course. after uh, seven and a half, eight years, I, I made a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. and typically a divorcee that's not as soon as you become a divorcee they say that the statistics are already 50% are going to get divorced it's double for a divorcee right there's a very likely chance that if you've been divorced you're going to get a divorce again I know um, just the tolerance is low mm-hmm. and you know ability to put up and um, be selfless and you know if you're in a bad enough relationship being selfless is a hard thing to do going mm-hmm. into any relationship moving forward um but when we started dating uh you took a, a stupid chance on me i did um one we were both catholic okay uh-huh. so catholics already <laughs> hated me because <laughs> and your family was catholic and they saw this divorcee coming around the corner They're like, and, uh, oh yeah not and, that one and of course that was before divorce struck the rest of the family too so <laughs> i wasn't the, the only black sheep <laughs> It's <laughs> crazy, isn't it? Um, so our relationship starts with you having a relation, um, an engagement mm-hmm. that you that you decided to kill. Oh yeah, and then ultimately um, a divorce that I ended up filing. Yes, yeah. So that's where our experience starts, mm-hmm. um, and then what we've had have had since then is um, fifteen years of bliss. It's been so, <laughs> <laughs> it's been so awesome. <laughs> No, it's it's been the most um, the most selfless and the um, the most eye opening approach to a relationship I've ever had in my life. I, I'm completely with you. And I think one of the advantages we've had is that I was so cognizant of the mistakes that relationships can fall into mm-hmm. that we worked hard to stay away from them. Oh, definitely. Um, and since then, we've doubled what I put into the first one. We've doubled it. Oh yeah, and still going strong. So, Amen. Okay. So that's where we start. That's our backstory. Exactly. And that's the mud that we carried around. And that kind of stink was with us the first four or five years because you're just still trying to figure each other out. Um, but I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm surprised. I, 
I'm absolutely shocked. So I think one of the coolest parts about our background is that two of your closest friends actually came to me very early on. So uh, Brian and I met at work and it was an awesome company. We were all, I would say most of us were within like a 10 year age gap. Don't you think? Yeah. Like most of us were from our early twenties to early thirties. And um, your very best friend actually pulled me aside in the beginning of a relationship. And he said, you know what, Jen? He said, I love Brian more than anything in this world, but you got to go. You got to run <laughs> and head for the hills. I was in and, a bad place. And you don't want anything to do with it. And I think that part is pretty cool because I could have listened, but I saw something. So there was something so intriguing about you. And because I had been in a relationship before then, um, I wasn't looking for anything serious and I know right. you weren't. So it was basically like, let's go out and have some fun together. Uh, I was not a good catch. Um, so when we first started dating, um, I was a, I was a train wreck. I was a train wreck <laughs> of a human. Um, all I did was step on landmines and <laughs> bump my head in the walls. It was bad. So you were, uh, I hate to use this word. You, yeah. you were young enough. I mean, yeah. you were 22 23. 23 when yep. we started dating. I was 29. Uh-huh. And that little seven-year gap was a world of difference as far as experience and lessons and um, being calloused and being cold mm-hmm. and being um, just a, not a great person. So you hanging out with an older crowd, a divorcee mm-hmm. that was a douchebag most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. There might be some truth to that. And there was there was a lot of times there where um, to to just to make sure that you didn't have any expectations, I repeatedly told you over and over that it was going nowhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to get close to anybody again. Yes. And then one day it was just like, damn it. Um, I, <laughs> I, I might love this chick. I hate yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it. once that started, though, we, we kind of built this thing going forward. Oh, yeah. Um, so today, with all that kind of knowledge and experience, we're going to kind of talk about... I want to say like... Almost like how to make a relationship work. Base base level stuff. Exactly. There's a lot more depth to the conversation, mm-hmm. but for now. Um, but it is. I mean, some people laugh and it's like, who isn't married? They'll say like, oh my gosh, it's going to be like 15 years. Like, that's not a big deal. And yeah. it's like, you really don't understand what that commitment actually looks like. Sure. And when I grew up, it was if you make a mistake, it was the end of the world. Right. And, you know, you're not allowed to make mistakes. If you make mistakes, they were huge fights. Mm-hmm. That's what went on in my house growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, n- since we've moved forward into this relationship, and then let's let's go through what, you know, our faith at the time taught us about, you know, C- uh, CCD going through high school and oh, yeah. then um, pre-Cana before yep. you got married in the Catholic Church. They didn't roll with any real difficulties. I mean, there no. was no real you know, pre-marriage education in there. No, exactly. The only thing they cared about was make sure you raise your kids Catholic. Exactly. That was the big one. Um, but the rest of it, it was all on the job training. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll, I'll go through, a, I'm just going to rattle off a couple things that I grew up with the preconceived notion that got busted. Okay. Mm-hmm. One man of the house always gets his way. Yeah. And I think that was just the Maybe it's the era. Maybe I was right on the edge of that. Just like the guy, you know, this whatever the guy is, I bring home You're the money. Man. That's right. I bring home the money. <laughs> I, you know, I get all the other respect. And um, I can't remember where I heard it. It was one other pastor that I was following at the time that um, 
no, but no relationship begins with the expectation that that person is there to serve the needs of the other. Right. It's never spoken. It's not written. Mm-hmm. But each person should have that in their heart to serve the other person. Yes. As if that person doesn't need to stay in that relationship they don't want to be. Exactly. Um, divorce isn't, obviously, it's not condoned in most of the Christian faiths. It's mm-hmm. not not something you want to do. But you have to look at the relationship like this is two people that choose to step into the mud mm-hmm. together. Not so, Once you get married, that's the deal, and now you're stuck. Right. Because anybody can really break the relationship when they want to. Absolutely. So In a variety of different ways. Yeah. Uh, so my big thing is I have to make sure that you want to be in a relationship with me mm-hmm. as opposed to, well, we're married, so you're stuck. Right. That that mindset right there will change everything about the way you treat that other person. Definitely. You, you know, just because you said I do doesn't mean that's it. No, I totally agree. And the the person you're in a relationship with should do everything in their power to make you want to stay. And to make you, I always say um, every single morning, and I mean it, I wake up and I decide I'm going to be in it. I am in our marriage because you don't know what's going to happen throughout that day. They can throw you. You have, we've had, we've been lucky. We've had very few fights over the years. We've had some a little more passionate than Mm -hmm. others. Um, But it isn't just something where you wake up and it's like, yeah, well, I know Brian's going to be downstairs and he's always going to be there. And I never looked at it with like a calloused attitude or that I expect you to be there. It's like, I am going to make sure that everything I do today, Brian knows I love him. Mm -hmm. And you reciprocate the love and I show you that I respect you every day and you reciprocate the respect. It It's pretty cool. They, it sounds like it's obvious. There's, there's probably a lot of great marriages that are listening. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the 20 years we've been together ish, yeah, we've seen a lot of bad marriages Yes, and that's where one person or the other believes that the other one is there to serve them. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the guy with that belief or the girl with that belief, yeah, it's not, it's not gender specific. No, no, no. Um, but to truly go into a relationship and be selfless means you don't keep score. Mm-mm. You, um, and to, to bring a little bit more of the Christian faith in, you're supposed to serve your spouse as if you're serving Christ. Yep. Um, you get tired of taking out the garbage, pretend, you know, pretend Jesus asked you to do it. Yeah. You know, you, you get tired of washing the dishes, you're not doing it for your spouse, you're doing it for Jesus. Because you've got to have that medium that's in between the two of you, That that's the glue. Mm-hmm. As humans, we don't have the glue to keep us together. We need the faith of, you know, a higher power certainly to say it's a three-way commitment to a marriage. It's not just a two-way commitment. Oh, yeah. And I think people get, um, they get caught up on the the silly little things where it's like, you know, if you leave a pair of pants on the main level and I see it, just go pick it up and bring it upstairs. Or like if I leave, I'm pretty good at leaving glasses everywhere. Um, if you see it, just bring it. It doesn't mean that I left it for you to get and you don't leave things for me to get, but it's like, wait a minute, we're both in this. What does it matter? It's a, it's a very token example, but when you multiply that over 17 years Mm -hmm. of dating and the 15 years of marriage, that's a lot of socks on the floor. That's a whole lot of dishes. You know, that's, I wasn't going to bring up your socks. They're all over the place, (laughs) but it, but it, that is where. Every day resets that that score that people have the the inclination to keep. Mm-hmm. People are like, "Well, I do everything around here." You know, it's like, like what did we hear recently? No one ever really uh, crap. How was it worded? Mm-hmm. Um, 
everyone thinks they're doing more for the other person than what they're doing for them. Absolutely. You know what's funny though? I think that the opposite about us. Oh, so wow. I think that you way outgive and way do more than me. That's how you make me well, feel anyway. So that's how each other should make each other feel. That's if you've got that if you've got that indebted feeling oh, yeah. all the time, not indebted like indebted, but you you can't outserve the other person. Then that's a money way to to keep a relationship. No, I mean it's you do so many of these little things that you don't even know that you do. Oh wow! That it's like well, crap. I'm pretty great. Now he's now it looks like he loves me more. <laughs> now I got to step up my game. That's after 15 years. That's awesome. Yeah. And you know, in the first couple of years, it, it's all about that, but that it wears off quick, and it's only through um, will does it keep happening. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess our theme is working its way towards selflessness Definitely. and serving of your person. Yeah. And the the things that make up marriage, um, the ability to talk, the ability to argue, the ability to communicate, mm-hmm. um, intimacy, um, all, all those things have to be constantly checked. Definitely. Um, we do, it's kind of silly, but we'll almost do like a check in every once in a while. It's like, how are you doing? Yeah. Are you, are you happy? Is there anything that we need to work on? Have we overlooked something? Are we overlooking each other? Mm-hmm. And if work is way too inside our house we have to make time for us yep um i think when we talked about working with your spouse i I don't remember what show that was i think it was three three or four Mm -hmm. um we have to have a time when um and this gets hard because we work together we have to have a time when um it's work is out of bounds yep and we had talked about how we we shared that we have like a no work zone kind of area in our house where <laughs> it always creeps. It's supposed to be a no work zone, but sometimes it creeps in there. I know. And it's, I think it's hard because we do work together and we're very passionate about what we do, but our business can't always be there. And I think that, I think we're getting better and better with that. Honestly, I do, which doesn't make sense because now I'm in it full time with you. But I think we're doing a pretty good job. I think you coming full time took some pressure off, mm-hmm. and now it's balanced. I mean, there's still the 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 work and the pressure still there, but now we balanced it. Yeah. Uh, before, um, I but, had a thought just now, and it was profound. But I think we do some cool stuff. So, um, just like a random tip that I'll throw in the middle of it, when we go out, there are the times where, unfortunately, you know, you're waiting on something and you need your cell phone. Like there's a time urgent something where, mm-hmm. you know, our phones sit out on the table, which is one of our least favorite things in the entire world. But there are the days where we pull up to a restaurant and it's like, all right, phones in the truck or phones coming in and we're like phones in the truck. I leave it behind often. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And it's just one of those things where it's like, understandably, if something's urgent and we and legit urgent, not like you're just pretending it's urgent because you're waiting for like a pop up on Facebook, but there's something where you need a response to something that needs the attention within that next hour. Then the phone comes in, and as soon as you deal with it, the phone's upside down, or they go in my purse, or the the, the phone is the modern day screaming baby. Yeah, um, it, it robs your attention, it takes mm-hmm. your focus, um, and it can it's just always there. Yes, um, that leads me to this thought, and mm-hmm. that's where we don't have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we decided in the beginning that we were going to be selfish, selfish people, and mm-hmm. just we're going to take care of each other. Exactly. But with couples and relationships that we know, the example of the phone is, it's the same example, just insert whatever it is in your relationship that is stealing the time from each other. Mm-hmm. So we put the, because we work together, the job is very intertwined in our personal lives. Definitely. And because we have so many relationships with our job that those people are intertwined in our relationship. Yes. Um, 
But if you have kids, look at kids as if it's an, it's a big phone. The kids can't take the priority of your relationship. Of course. Um, the job can't take the priority of the relationship. The, um, the hobbies, the activities, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you do that you think you need, the relationship has to come first. Always. Um, there's some Dr. Phil shit where it's like, oh, you know, you need to, you need to take control, of, you know, be who you are. And mm-hmm. the word codependency got thrown around a lot um, in the 90s where it was like, oh, you, you know, you don't do well without your significant other. You're codependent. And I don't think it's possible when in your vows you say two become one. Right. That means things are different. You can't be the single person in a married relationship to where it's like, well, we know we know people that take vacations without their spouses. Yeah. What the holy hell is that about? Yeah. And it's not even just it's not like they are doing, you know, a quick overnight with somebody. It's like they're gone for a week and then they don't vacation with their spouse no. ever. It's crazy to me. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm old fashioned. It's oh yeah. <laughs> uh, because, because you know, we we barely barely get time to breathe. Mm-hmm. And we're drifting. Sorry, we'll, we'll, we'll tighten we'll tighten back on the line real quick. But if you're going to take vacation on your own, that means the other person either has to take vacation on their own, mm-hmm. or he the, the, he or she doesn't get one. Yes, you know. And if our vacations are sacred, because that's when we reconnect. Yes, that that's why you do vacation. Hell yeah, you want to drink. Heck yeah, you want to party. That's all good. But you need to come back as if you fell back in love again. Yes. The job is quiet. Yes. You know, you don't do work, you don't bring the crap and the drama to no. your vacation because vacations are meant to mentally and physically reset you. Exactly. And it does not mean you have to go somewhere extravagant and spend thousands of dollars or whatever. Nope. Sometimes a vacation can be an overnight in a hotel oh. where you're just together. Break the pattern. Exactly. Do something different. And it it signifies in your brains we're away oh, yeah. together. Yes, I feel yeah. like, uh, so we saw Justin Timberlake, and I feel like even though that was one night away from our house, don't you kind of feel like we were gone for days? Yes. Because we got to connect, experience something that we both love. Like it was, we got to walk around DC and just, we just got to be together. The, the minutes and hours amazing. that you reclaim for each other yeah. are like days, yes. especially when on a day-to-day basis, you have so little of that time to share. Yes. That getting a 12 to 16 hour chunk of time together is days worth of our normal routine. Oh yeah. You and I get to eat dinner tonight uh, together at night. The last 45 minutes to 60 minutes of every day is hours. Yes. The rest of it goes to everybody, everything else. Yep. So when I get 16 hours at one chunk, that is 16 days worth of time together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. No wonder it feels like a break. Holy moly. It's, that, that's a breakthrough. So if you're, Ooh. when you, when you, whoever is listening, um, how do you assess whether or not your relationship is healthy? Mm-hmm. And this has come of a, a pair of veterans. Exactly. All right. So, um, so I would say, if mm-hmm. I may, um, you may, is your, one of your first thoughts in the day about yourself or your significant other. That's a hard one, but that's a good, that's, oh, yeah. that's fantastic. So I literally wake up and I don't think about, you know, oh man, I didn't sleep or I did sleep or whatever. I I picture you in the same spot that you are every morning with our fur babies. Unpredictable. It, but it's, but that's my first thought. Like I'm like, you know, I wonder if, I wonder if you're enjoying your morning and you're not diving right into work if you mm-hmm. just took some time for yourself. Every day. 
or like on the weekends or something because we don't have that exact same routine. I'm like, oh, where am I going to find them? Oh, like I, I love it. My start the day off is mm-hmm. it. Um, I do look at every day like it's brand new, mm-hmm. and I look at every new day as if yesterday didn't happen. So when when yeah. I first see you, it's just like this is a brand new day. You know, it didn't matter what <laughs> kind of crap we were carrying yesterday. This mm-hmm. is it. And you have the ability to say good morning different. You have the ability to take your first step out the door different. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to your first cup of coffee, have the different conversation. Yep. I mean, but that's what keeps it fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say be mindful. Would you say like just be mindful of kind of the thoughts that you let creep in your head in the morning or – you know, I don't, if, if yesterday was a good day, I'll bring it up. Like it was, we've had, we have so many good days, but like, if it was like, oh man, I'm so happy we got that time together yesterday. That may be one of the first things I think about too. But if it was an argument, nah, it's gone. Never. Um, yeah, we don't carry arguments beyond a couple hours. No. Um, okay. So be selfless. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to take an honest, a hard look at yourself and just say, do I put greater demands on people or do I take demands off of people? Mm-hmm. So you either a giver or a taker. Yep. And you, if you want to just kind of put some different words on that, you're either a, um, you either give energy or you take it. Mm-hmm. Don't be a soul sucker. Yep. Right. And that's where everything in the house is about you. Mm-hmm. That's not a relationship. No, it's not. Um, what else you got? What the else other is thing a, that a we, self-evaluation? Oh yeah. We briefly covered is intimacy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the hardest. And again, um, I can't even imagine what that life is like with kids. I really can't. I've seen it. It looks horrible. Yep. Um, <laughs> I know that some people, they really can make it work because they do the important things like get away overnight or, you know, oh, look, kids, every one of your friends invited you over for a sleepover. But it's just finding that time. And it doesn't have to be this big plan, drawn out, crazy event. It can just be like, you know what? I miss you. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Takes but, take a few moments or an hour or a few hours and just exist together where you don't let anything else in your thoughts. You're just together. It's if amazing. You, if you don't emotionally and physically connect, yes, often the relationship turns into roommates. Yeah, and you start looking at the other person differently because there's. If you take the intimacy out, it is just a, a regular friendship. Of course it's it is. It's a regular relationship, um, not a husband-wife relationship. Mm-hmm. I would also say, and you, we briefly touched on it too, is um, just don't keep a record of right and wrong and who did what. And I think that we have the days where I've picked up the house more. Mm-hmm. And I think we have the days where you have, and there are the days where, you know, my, I'm, I'm doing quotes, responsibilities probably outweigh yours in the household. Yeah. We have the days where your job responsibilities outweigh mine, mm-hmm. but at no point ever in our relationship, in our relationship, do I ever remember thinking, wow, I have done everything today and Brian has done nothing. Like it's like, it's that 50, 50 thing is crap. Oh yeah, it, it'll go. Crap. It'll it'll drift from seventy thirty to exactly ninety ten. Right. Yeah, but like honestly, yesterday, can you remember which one of us did anything, whether it was in our house or in the business? No, I don't. I know that we we worked and we got stuff done, but it's not like I I don't remember anything. That that's that's kind of how a team works. Yeah. So if you look at each other as if you're on a team and you guys are going towards, you're both trying to do your own 
you're trying to shoot the goal together. Mm-hmm. It's not each of you have your own goals for the day or the house or the exactly. relationship. You both have goals together. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So be selfless. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget about intimacy. Don't forget intimacy. You've got to make time for it. Um, I honest to God believe that's the most important thing. Honestly, to, I do. There's nothing, again, there's nothing special about your relationship if you guys aren't connecting. Yeah. It, it's it's nothing different than you and one of your girlfriends or guys, you Mm-mm. you and your guy friends. I mean, it's no. got to be different. Um, and then uh, don't keep lists. So no right and wrong, who did more. Don't carry over the, the BS of the day before. Um, we know people that actually literally keep lists mm-hmm. on the wrongs so that they can give the appropriate amount of nasty over a period of time to make sure that that person doesn't forget mm-hmm. that they wronged them. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's fr- yeah. This is a real person, by the way. Yeah. Um, um, I'm full of them today. I would also say, um, oh, my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. That was weird. <laughs> I had totally distracted by something. You're old. I am old. Yeah, it totally, it went, it's gone. It's gone. Okay. Oh, I should have written it down. So what, what we were talking about. Um, Just the list and and not keeping. I, I wrecked your train of thought because I was talking about that. Person. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, that's okay. Um, okay. There, there's more. And we had talked and we mentioned in the beginning that this was going to be just the beginning of the mm-hmm. relationship and lifestyle part of what we want to kind of offer. Um the people that are going to make it, the ones that are going to be in a relationship long term are the ones that always find reasons to serve the other. Yes. Uh, make time for intimacy. Mm-hmm. Don't let things, objects, hobbies, people, kids replace the connection between you and your person mm-hmm. that needs to be next to your your relationship with God. That is the most important relationship on the on the planet. Yes. Not your kids. Because yeah. you two are the model for your kids' relationships. Exactly. Moving forward. And I think one of the coolest families we know, they have five children, and they were the first ones that ever said, it is God first, then each other, then our five children, and our children know it. There you go. And they've got a they've got an awesome relationship. Yeah, they do. Um, they do. And their kids are their heads are screwed on oh straight. Oh my gosh! And their kids are awesome. Every kid gets yeah, the right amazing. amount. They get the right amount of attention. They get the right amount of love. They get the right amount of discipline. And there isn't one thing where the parent is bound emotionally to just that the kids replace the the spouse no no and one of my favorite moments was them was when we visited them and one of their kids called and and she said bring them to me and her parents said we get time with them first it's our adopted family exactly oh i love them so much oh that's that's that was it the other thing is every i'm so excited uh every single day tell your spouse you love them and please don't do like Love ya. Yeah, that's one like, of your peeves. Don't, oh my don't, gosh! Don't say yeah. When we when we first realized that we loved each other, uh, I used to say to Brian, "I love you," and he'd go, "Love you too." And I'm like, "Nope, not going to work for me." It's got to like, be different. Claim it. It's got to be different. If you are in person, look at that person and say, "I love you." Before you hang up the phone, I love you. When you leave the house, I love you. Unfortunately, we don't know if we have 30 seconds from now not to be morbid. The last thing that Brian will hear out of my mouth. Every single day when we part ways is I love you. Every time. And it's the same. It matters. Yes. This is a good one. It was. I'm so glad I remembered that. All we do is good content. (laughs) (laughs) 
people haven't hung up yet. Okay. There's more. We're going to cut it here. Um, There's so much more. Um, Thank you guys for the feedback and for the shares. Mm -hmm. And it's fun to see this thing grow. We're we're stepping it up now and just getting more out to you so that we don't lose this relationship. Um, Definitely. The reason we do the backstories is so you understand who we are and what we are and where Mm -hmm. we're coming from. Um, Mm -hmm. We will be as transparent as we can. And we'll be as um, forthcoming with truth. You're not going to get any sugar-coated. There, there is no BS here. There's no Instagram story version of the Sweeney's. No, um, no, 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 no. We have a bad day. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's out there. I mean, oh, yeah. You got to get it out to make sure that it's addressed. Yes. But um, money. Thanks for the shares. Thanks for the love. Yes. Thank you, guys. We hope that there's something in here, just a little nugget or, or two that helps you with Check your yourself. relationship or, yeah. Or just helps you have a better day. Check yourself. Before you wreck yourself. Don't be that relationship butthole. <laughs> you know who you are. It's all about you all the time. It's not going to work. Don't be a relationship butthole. That's your takeaway for today. RBO. No, oh, RBO. gosh. Here he I'm goes terrible again. on the actor. RB, RB, <laughs> RB. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. We'll check with you next time. All right, y'all. Have a great one. Peace. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com, and maybe drop us a review. Until next time, live beyond.